All right, hello everyone. Welcome to the Lakers Outsiders podcast. My name is Donnie McHenry, and we're going to do another podcast draft this week. And what better draft to do than one focused around the draft, obviously. Uh, The 2022 NBA draft is this Thursday, so we figured we'd take some turns drafting the best Lakers draft picks of all time. Uh, Later, I'll talk about some controversial rules around certain players or player. But first, uh, our other draftees joining me tonight. First, we've got Chris Walton, a.k.a. Walt. How you doing tonight, sir? I'm doing good, man. Washing the sand out of my hair and my toes from South Beach, so almost there. I mean, sick brag. I kind of forgot you went to Miami, but yeah. now you're dropping out on us. Uh, talk, talk, PJ Tucker out of picking up his player option. Everybody can. Think I was gonna say, on. did you did you float him that uh, that Steve Ballmer under the table money? Yeah, a little bomb scratch, <laughs> you know. <laughs> um, next, we've got Hani Amadu, uh, who was able to conquer his computer this evening. How you doing tonight, sir? First of all, let's not be hasty. Knock on some wood. The night is young. <laughs> that's true. That's uh, true. Second of all, I'm doing good. I am uh, fully recovered from, at least for now, technical problems and also COVID, and I'm ready to win this draft. All right. All right. We've got rid of the computer problems uh, first, most importantly, and we've got rid of COVID as well. Uh, that's always good. <laughs> Yeah, I'm kidding. Of course, I'm glad. Definitely I'm glad you're in good health. Only one of them was a virus. Just to just to be clear here, <laughs> one of them was a virus out of your control, and one of them may may have been a non-virus in your control. I don't know. Well, maybe there, out of your control uh, as well. It uh, also is uh, a, a little um, ironic, I suppose, uh, that as soon as I get healthier from COVID, we get. Uh, Kyrie Irving to the Lakers links. That's all I'll say about that. <laughs> well, at least one of those people uh, in that equation is vaccinated. Um, sorry. Uh-huh. Sorry to put your medical history out there, actually. My bad. <laughs> hey, man, this is HIPAA. <laughs> <laughs> Oops. Oops. We'll, we'll cut that in post. Uh, I'll talk to my editor, who is me. Uh, and last but not least, uh, we also have Alex Torres. Alex, how you doing? Doing well, doing well. Um, I just found out that I'm, I'm going to be having a boy, so I'm in cloud nine right now. No Woo! offense to all the girls out there, but I really <laughs> wanted that boy. <laughs> this is this is still a pro woman podcast. Absolutely, uh, definitely. Oh, um, what an awful start, guys! But... <laughs> <laughs> all right, we've Wait. covered. We've really, we've really covered all of uh, the hot topic yeah. bases. Man, Walt, who knew who knew your introduction would be the most chill? Man, took a <laughs> went to the back of the bus, took a back seat. The man, the man started his his intro with talking about his toes, and it was the most normal intro. <laughs> it was the, the most world. normal thing. Yeah. <laughs> oh man! All right, so I'm gonna figure out this order of this draft in a sec. Uh, spinning this little randomizer wheel. Uh, but rules first. We're going to each draft three players. So four rounds each, draft three. No, three rounds, three players, Donnie. Uh, these players have to have been drafted by the Lakers. Now, players who had their draft rights traded to the Lakers before the draft count as someone that we can draft. However, if they were traded shortly after the draft, Kobe Bryant, that means 
they're not eligible. So we won't be drafting Kobe. Uh, you go on Lakers draft picks Wikipedia. He's not there. He was officially drafted. Like I, I, I think it was two or three weeks after the draft. Obviously, he was drafted by the Hornets technically. Uh, so yeah, we're getting technical here. I was going through the history. I don't think there's any other players like that where it'd be kind of a weird argument situation. Uh, there is one that kind of counts in the reverse kind of of that situation. Um, we'll see if he comes up and then we'll talk about that. Um, but yeah, in terms of criteria, like of how we're each drafting these players, we all four get to determine that criteria, whether it's just, you know, their career championships, all-star appearances, all NBAs, all-star MVPs, uh, the amount of time uh, the players spent on the Lakers themselves, or uh, I know this might come up in my selections if they were involved in a trade that the Lakers made, sending them out for a person who ended up being a huge part of the Lakers. It's up to you to argue whatever those uh, reasons may be for your selections. So with that being said, uh, anyone have any questions before I determine this order? Uh, no, I, I do have a comment. I know exactly who you're talking about, and I'm planning on taking them before you. Okay. <laughs> wow. I'll, I'll let you have them. And I kind of figured, I was like looking at you as I was saying that. We won't spoil it. We won't spoil it, but... He will be drafted. I wasn't, I wasn't actually planning on taking him, but after you gave that explanation, I, I just want to out of petty. I was going to say, at the end, if we have some honorable mentions, we'll mention those guys too. <laughs> and we'll mention this guy. So there, there's a little tease for you. You have to stay to the end of the, the podcast to hear that. It's podcasting right there, baby. All right. Got to show these guys the wheel so they don't think I'm cheating. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. Walt gets the first pick. Mm. Walt gets the first pick. Oh wow! Oh man! Me. Oh man! It is. See, he gave himself a second pick just to throw off the conspiracy theories. That's what happened. Okay, I see. And he made it close. I see. I was blowing on the wheel. (laughs) And then third will be (laughs) third will be Alex with Hani. Fourth. Um. This feels like revenge for me missing time. It's, it's, it's revenge. <laughs> so let's see. We got Walt first, me up second, Alex third, and then Hani fourth. Um, all right. We're all going to draft three players each. Walt, uh, I, I'll be shocked if you don't draft a certain person here. Uh, but I'll go ahead and let you take the honors of our first overall pick. Oh man, you surprised that I'm, I'm drafting uh, Ron Vanderschaff, number seven, number 161st pick in the 87 draft out of Central Washington. That's who you surprised I'm drafting. So, uh, so your criteria is solely based on names, man. Awesome that's names. A strong name, man. That's a Hall of Fame name. <laughs> Uh, but I mean, of course, of course, I'm gonna I'm go with the uh, Michigan man, Buck, as the his friend so eloquently called him. I gotta go with Magic Johnson with the first pick, considering everything he's done and undone for the Lakers. Um, no, I think his his biggest accomplishment. <laughs> <I was good. laughs> 
<laughs> of course. <laughs> That's the funniest Magic Johnson description I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> uh, his, uh, time, his time with the team marked, you know, marked with the biggest accomplishment of giving us all that material for um for winning time. Like you, you can't you can't beat that man. Like come on man. All the championships, um, all the highlights, the influence, just the uh, all-time voice. Like, I could probably hear his voice on my dying bed, just hearing Magic <laughs> call my name. Um, just an all-time personality when you when you think basketball. Like, brands and image and rivalries. Like, when you talk about all that stuff, when you're talking about the history of the game, like Magic Johnson and Larry Bird, of course, with him. It's the first thing you always gonna think of. So my first selection in the twenty twenty two Lakers all time draftee draft. Magic Book Johnson. It's it's hard to say what like this draft is actually called. I'm not even like hundred percent sure what the title of the podcast <laughs> is gonna be. It's, it's kind of it's kind of a mouthful. Yeah. We're really winging this. Yeah. Um, I don't even know who you said at first. <laughs> who did you oh. say? <laughs> Hold on, let me go back and look. Ron I could Vanderschef. I don't know why I pronounced it like that because he's from the Netherlands, but I did. <laughs> um, six seven forward from Central Washington. He was the twenty third pick. Hold on, 23rd pick, 161st overall pick. I don't know what kind of math the NBA was doing back then, but that's what he was <laughs> in the 1987 NBA draft. Um, there, there's there's one Lakers draft pick on this list who was drafted with a pick I've never heard of. Jesus uh, Christ. So yeah. I'll, uh, I'll make sure we talk about that if he comes up. When you uh, pivoted – to the Michigan man, I thought you were going to talk about Kyle Kuzma. <laughs> no, I thought he was going to talk about Mo Wagner. <laughs> oh man! Hey man, Mo Wagner is a hot commodity right now. I know <laughs> the Wag man, movie man. star, movie star, <laughs> big time movie star. Um, all right, yeah. I mean, I was getting a little worried that you were going to draft someone other than Magic there. Um. <laughs> So I'll go ahead and pick second. Uh, coincidentally, this guy was the second overall pick in, oh, I don't know what draft he was in. Anyways, some sometime long ago. Uh, I'm going with Jerry West. Played his entire career with the Lakers. Um, the logo, obviously. Uh, some of these dudes' resumes are ridiculous. Uh, Ten-time, first-teamer, first All-NBA, 14-time All-Star. Uh, you guys can check me on this, but I think he's the only player ever to win the NBA Finals MVP when his team lost, right? Okay. Um, won one NBA Finals, not that year, obviously. Uh, and then also a recipient of the Presidential Medal of Freedom from his boy. <laughs> hmm. so, I, so I'd throw, that, throw in that accolade. Wow. Uh, wow. <laughs> This is, this is the little... second time that Jerry, Jerry West is getting a huge honor from a Donnie. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> he gets all these honors bestowed upon him by the Donalds of the world. Uh, you know, 
what can I say? I love the guy. All right. Um, damn it. God, I, you know, it's like I go by Donnie and I forget all the time what my, what my legal first name is until this type of stuff comes up until I get my joke thrown right back in my face. Um, but yeah, I'm going with Jerry West. Can't pick anyone else a second, uh, for this draft. So that's my first overall pick. Um, starting with two, uh, two of the most controversial people of winning time, uh, naturally. Um, so yeah, next up we'll go to Alex. Awesome. Well, I think the first two were obvious, right? I thought Magic and Jerry would go, you know, one, two. Um, and given Donnie's little uh, introductory thing, and I kind of want to throw a wrench in here and, and start it off with that. And oh. on, you know, I want to go with my selection, which is the 26th overall pick of the first round in the 1989 draft, Mr. Vladi Divac. Oh, now, here now, we go. Now, here, here's the, 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 the reason for it, not because he was a great Laker. He had, you know, he was a member of the all-rookie first team. He's a one-time all-star. His international uh, accolades are, are many. He won the 88 uh, gold medal games in Seoul, uh, won a, the silver medal in the 96 Atlanta games. So he has some great international accolades to go there. But the reason he's number third pick is because, as you guys know, uh, it led, you know, his trade led to what the person we couldn't pick for this draft, which is Mr. Kobe Bean, um, which, you know, it led to, to him those 20 wonderful years with Mr. Bryant. So that's why I'm I'm picking him third uh, is because it led to Kobe. So I know it's a little, you know, kind of cheating there on my part, guys, but I figured I'd do it now because I, I figured you guys would do it in the second round. I couldn't get to him then. So I'm like, you know what? Let's just do it now. So that's my pick, Mr. Divac, who uh, also a quick little cameo on Space Jam. So, you know, another accolade for him. He, he came out in the, the Space Jam cameo, the original, the good one. Sorry, LeBron. But um, Way back yeah, that, that's that's my pick and I'm sticking to it. You uh, you also have the inside track on the best uh, all time chain smoker Lakers uh, team as well. So if that's the route <laughs> sure. you want to go to. You can definitely pivot to that. Let's go. Wow, I you know I just was not expecting that. I lo- I mean I, he was on he was on my twelve people I picked out for this for sure because of that. And I mean he is I would say he did get the best uh, person return in a trade. Uh, I mean in I'd say Lakers history pretty easily. Um, well, yeah, no, yeah, for sure. I had to think about it, but no, for sure. Um, all right. Honey, I'll give it to you. I would say I think your pick is obvious, but who well, knows anymore? So here's the thing. When I got the fourth pick, I was like, easy. There's four players that I would have expected to go top four, and I was like, I'll just pick whichever one is left. Now I got to choose a little bit, but I think uh, I'm pretty clear on who I want. And it is the man who was so good that the Lakers drafted him twice, uh, Elgin Baylor, uh, who was drafted by the Lakers in 56, uh, decided to stay in school, and then he got drafted by the Lakers again in 58, first overall, um, and then uh, averaged about 27 and 14 uh, for his career while serving in the military and all, all that crazy stuff that you've heard of Elgin. Uh, one of the most influential players of all time for for the next generation. 
Uh, and I'm 100% focusing on building a team that will beat you guys uh, in three on three. And I think Elgin <laughs> is, is the is the. And by you guys, I mean specifically the three of you, not your teams. Uh, and I think yeah. Elgin would, oh. <laughs> would easily dunk on everybody here. So that's who I'm going with. So does that mean you're forfeiting your last two picks since Elgin could easily beat us three, one versus three? <laughs> oh, one versus... I thought you were going to say that I'm forfeiting my last pick because I'll be the third person on my team. <laughs> we can do that too. <laughs> maybe, maybe. We'll see. We'll see how I feel about it by then. Um, that is the pick that I thought uh, Alex was going to take. Um, but... I actually don't even think I knew that they drafted him twice technically and that he yeah. went back to college after that first time. So that's a little. Yeah. I had to look it up to make sure, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah that, I, that, I didn't know that either. That was great. Yeah, and uh, rest in peace to him. I think he passed away, what, early last year or something like that? Um, yeah. yeah, one of the best NBA players of all time. I mean, there's a few people on this list that are like a few of the best NBA players of all time, but he's definitely way up there. Um, all right, so we all got our first pick. We're gonna go all the way back up to the top to Walt. Oh man, already my turn. Uh, let me see. So you went Vladi Divok, you went Elgin Baylor, honey. Yes, yeah, sir. and yeah, honey, you went whom's was it? I went with the logo. Logo man, hmm. Marcelo, who I just thought the man of the Donalds. <laughs> uh, okay, so I am going to go with uh, one of the one of the more funner players who, um, you know, when you're talking what ifs, I kind of you know wish you know what if they had kept this guy. He yeah, he went on to have a solid career with a few teams. Um, he was just a just a fun dude to watch and he you know have a lot of talent um but you know with his move from the lakers it opened up you know the opportunity for kobe to do what he went on to do um and i'm gonna go with eddie jones drafted by the lakers okay um you Damn know it. had a, a nice solid career that little in-between period what technically it's post show time right before you know the the three peaks and shaq and kobe became a thing um, like I say, drafted by the Lakers, so he meet the criteria, played big minutes for the team, but ultimately he was moved to the Hornets. Um, and actually brought over, uh, you know, a, a decent piece to add alongside Kobe and Shaq and, and Glenn Rice in the trade to uh, the Charlotte Hornets. So that's my second pick, and I, I think he would fit, you know, great with a, a Magic Johnson led team. Original, original okay. three kind of three and geek D guy. Now I forgot to mention one of the criteria beforehand, which Hani introduced is uh, you could also draft just trying to make the best three person basketball team uh, manageable. I can't really tell if I'm at a disadvantage now by drafting Jerry West <laughs> or not. Uh, but I'll let you guys say what were we going to say, Hani? Uh, I was going to say, this is uh, just a little uh, stat nerd aside on Eddie Jones because I, I saw this today and I was like, that's pretty crazy. Uh, if you take every Lakers draft pick of all time and you rank them by like their career win shares, which like just random like all telling stat doesn't necessarily mean anything. But 
he would rank fourth among all Lakers draft picks mm, behind wow. Jerry West, Magic, and Elgin. It's pretty crazy. Eddie Jones. That is actually pretty crazy. Yeah. That's definitely a more reputable stat than like PR, which like has like yeah. Boban and like DeAndre Jordan as like <laughs> top five players of all time. <laughs> so, wow, that is kind of crazy. Yeah. Um, <sighs> Thanks a lot, Walt. That was my next. Hey, he'll mention it. I heard, I heard you make a noise, Alex. I was yeah, like, I was upset about that. Oh, <laughs> I, I had some great research. Oh, well. Okay. Okay. Hey, <laughs> what is it? What is it? Drop it on us. It's a little tidbit. No, I mean, I just, I mean, I didn't, some of the stuff I didn't, honestly didn't really know. I didn't realize he was the um, uh, MVP of the rookie challenge. He dropped 25 with six deals and four rebounds in the 94-95 All-Star weekend. I thought that was pretty cool. Oh, okay. Um. Rookie, in his rookie season, he started 58 of 64 games, averaged 14 points and two steals, uh, three-time All-Star, including the uh, the famous one where four Lakers were selected along, you know, him, Shaq, Kobe, and Nick. Uh, so, yeah, some great stuff from him. I didn't realize he was in, uh, he was the All-NBA third team in 2000. So, you know, he had some seasons there where he was really, really good. So. Dang. So, basically, I'm, the, I'm yeah. the guy who showed up with the – well, <laughs> Alex, the guy who showed up with the great – project with like all the, the bells and whistles and then i i came and i was like hey boy you took the credit. my my newspaper when i dropped 50 for everybody I was like oh what you got alex <laughs> alex like nothing i didn't bring nothing <laughs> nothing but this and that and this and that oh brother God, i put the clock on the desk come on that, that story <laughs> felt a little too specific Hey, I've been there. I don't know if y'all been there. I've been there before. Like, this motherfucker. <laughs> Please edit it out. I'll, I'll talk to my editor, as always. Um, let's see. All right. I'm up. Uh, Walt's got Magic and Eddie Jones so far. Oh, boy. Um, you know, I really didn't think I'd be able to pick this person. I was kind of wanting to go with a curveball with this pick, but I kind of have to pick this person. Uh, number one overall pick out of UNC, big game, uh, James Worthy. Uh, drafted in 1982 with the team, played all 12 seasons with the Lakers. Um, I think that's going to be, I think it's James, Elgin, West, and Magic. Well, I guess not even, well, no, yeah, Magic. Um, who played all their professional careers with the Lakers. That'll be on this list. Um, unless you want to pick THT in here. Um, which, technically, he's... We'll see if that changes by like the time this podcast comes out. <laughs> uh, but yeah, big game, James. Uh, won three championships with uh, the Magic Cream 80s teams. Sometimes all seven time NBA All Star, and I kind of forgot about this until I was looking. Finals MVP in the uh, 1988 championship, uh, which I just really did not know, I guess. Um, and just great uh, analyst on Spectrum Sportsnet currently these days. The like, I don't know if you guys have seen this. I mean, I'm sure you guys have seen this meme, but like, he's like part of a, a very commonly used meme by like all of NBA Twitter and just like Twitter in general of him smoking the cigar. And it says oh, on yeah. the screen, like rest in peace, Bozo. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, it's no, like, I, yeah. Pack watch. 
I feel like people use that, and like most people use it, don't even like know who that is in the video. <laughs> like, it's like kind of crazy. I, I would like to take some Lakers outsiders credit for for making that big. Not the actual, not the R.I.P. Bozo meme, but the the, the, the actual video of him smoking the cigar. Uh, I think we were the ones that posted it uh, mm-hmm. after we beat the Celtics one year, one of the like baby Lakers years. Uh, I was gonna say, do you know what game that was? Because yeah. like that's like the infamous clip, and then he he gets into the. I think that was the first time he like got into the stance and started like yeah. freaking playing defense I, on the set. I'm 99% sure it was against the Celtics, and I, I'm pretty sure it was one of like the baby Lakers years, uh, but I don't yeah. remember exactly what the game was. I'd have to look it up. But yeah, I remember yeah. posting that on Twitter afterwards and then it blowing up a little bit. Yeah, I like. I swear I like saw that, like someone used that meme just recently, to, like in the replies, like some tweet, like prob- I mean, probably about the NBA Finals recently. Um, but yeah, big game, James. Easy pick for me. Um, uh, all right. Alex, let's see. Do you got a crazier pick than Vladi Divac in the first round? <laughs> I think I used my crazy pick already. I, I'm I'm a little conflicted right now. I have a couple names in mind, um, but I think I made a decision on the fly here. I think I'm gonna go with Brandon Ingram, uh, number two mm-hmm. overall pick. Uh, in That's the- why I wanted to draft that with that <laughs> pick, but I had to worthy. Yeah, so 26, you know, 2016 NBA draft, obviously second overall. Obviously, you know, he's currently in the middle of his career, but already uh, named an all-star, you know, most improved player 2020. Uh, for uh, his career, he averages uh, 18.5 points a game, but this past season he, he was at 22.7. Uh, and it's just, you know, he's blossoming. He's, you know, into a, into a real star there in New Orleans. And obviously, you know, can't wait to see him actually play alongside Zion when he's healthy and see what they can do over there. And granted, the Pelicans and their Twitter are super annoying, but I'm still a big Brandon Ingram fan. And, you know, hope that he's, uh, you know, continue to, you know, kind of grow into that franchise player and, and become, you know, what we all, you know, hope for when he was on the baby Lakers. So, uh, you know, and ultimately when you look at it as well is, you know, he led to, Anthony Davis. So Anthony Davis then delivered a championship with LeBron James in 2020. So I think that's what really kind of put it over the edge for me, you know, on the top of the fact that now I have Vladi and Brandon Ingram, some great length. So uh, in the game of three on three, you know, I got some good, you know, perimeter defense with, with Ingram and got Vladi in the back there that, or we can count Kobe. I'm not sure. You know, that's just the reason I kind of threw in there uh, the Vladi pick. So <laughs> we can decide that later, but yeah, sticking with Brandon Ingram for, for my second pick. I was gonna say you you now have a trend of drafting people who are used to get uh, <laughs> way better players. So your yeah, next yeah. pick is gonna be Zubat since he got Mike Muscala, right? All right, it has to be. All <laughs> right, that's a, that's a that's a future that's a past and future Laker right there, Mike Muscala, possibly. The uh, the drafting Magic Johnson number one overall was enough of a reminder about Michael. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't need another one. <laughs> what did Walt say? The Walt, what did you say? I can't remember the undoer of thing, all things like the things he's done and undone. Yeah, things he's done, yeah, things he's done and undone. <laughs> oh man, I'm not even gonna be here tomorrow. Or whatever. God, classic. At least, at least, at least, at least there was a lot of just prosperous fun to be had with that with that guy being gm or whatever he was um all right honey uh you got elgin baylor first round who you going with this time man i'm in a pickle i got like three players i really want here i got 
a uh, another like primary scorer scorer similar to to Elgin. Got defensive juggernaut, and I got uh, a point guard. And I don't know. All right. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna keep going off of my uh, my three on three team. I'm gonna go with a guy that can get Elgin the ball. Uh, he can score for himself, and he'd be fun as hell. Uh, and I'm going with the lefty. I'm going with Nick Van Axel. My pick. Oh, nice. Okay. I think uh, probably one of the most uh, loved Lakers of all time, despite not being there for for that long. Uh, kind of similar to the Eddie Jones. Uh, you know, obviously played in the same same sort of team, same era. Uh, the the sort of Almost in a way like the the what the baby Lakers are to us now of like the Brandon Ingram and, and guys that we we kind of enjoy watching still, um, but obviously they didn't really win a whole lot with the Lakers. Same same sort of vibe, um, but yeah, one of the more entertaining players I think, like a Colts favorite, and a damn good player too. So pretty happy about that actually. <laughs> yeah, I don't like. I mean, obviously I'm not old enough to be super well versed on that era but like van axel and like eddie jones highlight clips are crazy yeah um yeah you got quite the uh fast breaking uh showtime team brewing (laughs) kind of with elgin and uh nick van axel we're playing full court (laughs) i was say if it's it's me alex and wall on the other side (laughs) we're gonna need we're gonna need eight 80 pounds of ice uh for the for after the game for the knees shoulders (laughs) ankles we're gonna be we're gonna be wrapped up all in ice um all right well uh you got magic and eddie jones who is gonna be your last pick are you gonna do like a joke pick you don't have to nah don't do a joke pick yeah <laughs> oh yeah I'm yeah I'm you gaslighting him yeah it's kind of pushy brother <laughs> oh man let me see my last pick it's kind of a joke pick. But D'Angelo Russell, my last pick, man. Oh. Um, you know, he was much – It was, that draft was kind of weird because, you know, everybody was thinking that they might go to Leo Okafor. Thank God. Even though that D'Angelo Russell situation didn't work out, imagine what would happen if they would have went with Jaleel Okafor. Just uh, – I wouldn't even probably even be with, with y'all, to be honest. Um, my depression <laughs> took me out. I would have took myself out because of my basketball depression. But um, ultimately, at least how it was spun to us, you know, D'Angelo Russell eventually opened up the necessary cap room and space for them to, you know, attract LeBron. And I mean, let's be honest, getting them out of the locker room helped too. Uh, from a you know everything that was going on standpoint, so that ultimately led to. LeBron James coming and then AD coming and them getting the ring. And, you know, regardless of what people have to say about that ring, you know, that that was a great feeling to see them back on top once again and just, you know, see them celebrating and just adding another one to the war chest. And, then you know, D'Angelo Russell was fun too. He was fun um, when he came to the Lakers. You know, it was the first one of the – well, not one of the first times, but not often do they, like I was saying earlier, not often do they take a guard. And, you know, he had a kind of a little bit of, you know, dynamo to him as far as like the flair 
and swagger and when he would get hot and, you know, the passing. I mean, decent player, man. Decent player despite, you know, the, the little rough patch he going through now. I, I enjoyed the time when he was here, when he shaped up and when he was at his best. And, um, you know, he, he let, gave us a parking gift, so there it is. So do you think in um, the three-on-three tournament that Hani is going to uh, create, do you think Magic and D'Angelo are going to be able to play on the same team? I think so. You know, <laughs> they can, uh, you know, D'Angelo can still shoot. He can shoot the, the leather out the ball. Eddie Jones, you know, you got to respect him as a shooter. And you just let Magic just, you know, do what Magic does, which is not dribble with Ma- his left Magic hand. will handle – <laughs> Magical handle the the leadership that he uh, always claimed oh. D'Angelo was, was lacking. <laughs> Magic will uh, trade D'Angelo to get Timothy Mozgov off of this three on three team. That's gonna be the most. Uh, oh, Jesus! Yeah, he might be killing with his bare hands, man. <laughs> By the way, if anyone's wondering, uh, Wikipedia classifies the uh, thing with Nick Young as the Snapchat incident. <laughs> <laughs> if anything goes on that's very dramatic uh, that's very dramatic <laughs> the, now, like counterpoint if we talking about we we're taking them as their freshly drafted selves like year one they probably be best friends so there's that <laughs> okay um, imagine D'Angelo Russell introducing Magic Johnson to Snapchat Put that in the time. A very, a very Magic's career would be <laughs> over before that that finals yeah. of D'Angelo was his teammate. Yeah. One of my uh, favorite underrated D'Angelo moments is when he was in high school, and I don't know what that high school prep team was, but when they're in the gym with Team USA and like Blake Griffin was throwing down dunks, uh, his. He didn't even stretch though. <laughs> just like taking up the just taking up the entire camera. Meanwhile, there's like I can't remember who, but like just like who's future who? yeah. NBA. Like, yeah, yeah, who's who NBA guys, like most of them better than him in the back. Like I'm sure like Kat was in the background or something like that. Zach Levine. Um, like what? <laughs> it was like it was like not 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 a not one NBA player in one video. <laughs> And D'Angelo just pushed them all the way, just taking up all the camera time, just screaming at the camera. Oh, man. Basketball D'Ang- so cool. D'Angelo and cameras. He just can't help himself. Um, anyways. Um, oh, shoot. I'm up. Okay. Um, man, there's so many people left. There's a really, 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 really boring pick I can make, and I'm not going to do it. Um <laughs> really boring pick I can make. I think I know who it is. <laughs> it's kind of rude that I'm calling him boring, to be honest. Yeah, um, it is. <laughs> it's, it is. Um, but also, yeah, I won't pick him. I'll wait till the end, the honorable mentions, to bring up who I was talking about. But I'm... Oh. All right, I'm going to do Derek Fisher. I'm going to do Derek Fisher, um, 24th pick in that legendary um, 96 draft that Kobe, Ray Allen, uh, Iverson. Um, But yeah, I mean, he's probably like easily in my, mm, he's in my top five favorite Lakers of all time. I mean, all those 
2000 years with Kobe's are like when I fell in love with basketball and Derek Fisher wasn't there the entire time, but Derek Fisher was sure there for all of the fun times. Um, one was there with Kobe for all five championships. Uh, sure. There were other reasons why the Lakers weren't winning championships when he weren't, wasn't there. Uh, Shaq not being there uh, was a reason. Uh, Kwame Brown and Smush Parker being, being there was also some reasons. Um, but yeah, I mean, just King, like he's up there with like Robert Ory with just clutch shot after clutch shot. Uh, probably my favorite basketball memory as a kid. Uh, I probably cried is the 0.4 shot. Like just absolutely my brain, my brain as a child just couldn't even fathom like what I was seeing. And then my brain just broke. Um, so yeah, got to go with Derek Fisher. Now he's uh, still on the board. If you, uh, if you only compare their coaching and management <laughs> careers, oh, is Derek Fisher or Magic Johnson better? <laughs> I... Magic's better. Because you can it's, at least... you can uh, at I least... you got LeBron. Yeah, I was going to say. Like, I mean, discredit <laughs> the man all you want. He did, he did stake out LeBron's house with McDonald's in the drive-thru. Waiting, waiting until nine o'clock on the dot because you know he would never break a tampering rule, just so he could spend three hours talking to LeBron in to come to a city that he spends ninety nine percent of his time. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess D Fish getting Liz Cambage isn't on that level. You're right. Yeah, yeah. And Magic Johnson's coach career now that's definitely a knock against Magic. Um, all right. Alex, you have Vladi and Brandon Ingram. <laughs> I mean, I'm just so interested to see what your third pick is going to be. Again, you know, different kinds of smoking, but chain smoker. <laughs> <laughs> now, Vladi, yeah, Vladi, you know, Vladi's a marble red guy. Uh, and Brandon Ingram, green. Um, but a lot of you lot know, of length for that three on three team. I don't think you guys have much speed, but a lot of length. A lot of length. I, I was hoping it was a half court three on three. So, yeah, <laughs> it's it, it's actually me. it's actually just a game of twenty one. Uh, okay, <laughs> even better. Um, so, you know, I've pretty much given up on the three on three concept because obviously, with Vladi <laughs> being my first pick, it's kind of like I've already tanked my odds here. So I'm gonna keep the this player led to another player trend going um and he was mentioned early on i'm not sure if it was before we started recording or not but i'm going with the 48th overall pick uh in the 2007 nba draft uh mr mark gasol hey. uh i'm gonna go with, oh. with so a second rounder i wanted to use him because as him, him being a second rounder that's pretty unique and also as we all know on february 1st 2008 his draft rights were traded to the memphis grizzlies as part of a trade for his older brother powell uh, who came and uh, helped Kobe deliver his fourth and fifth championship, uh, most memorably the one against the Celtics in 2010, which is, you know, arguably the happiest moment of my life. Uh, and, you know, not only not only that, but he actually became a really great player, right? He was all-NBA all first team in 2015, NBA second team in 2013, won the Defensive Player of the Year in 2013. Correct me if I'm wrong. Wasn't that the same year he was like third All NBA Defensive Team, but won the Defensive Player of the Year award, something like that? 
Yeah, right. Yeah, it was a weird year. Uh, but anyways, uh, also won the NBA championship in, in 2019. So he became a hell of a player, obviously, at the time considered a throw-in, I think, you know, in the moment of the trade. We were like, well, who cares? Marcus saw who's that? Uh, but little did we know that he was going to become such an amazing player. So I'm going with size. You know, Mark, Vladi, Brandon Ingram. <laughs> I mean, you can, you're not going to out-rebound my team. That's for damn sure. So I'm looking forward to it. Mark Saul might be like the best passer on the team. Yeah. Yeah. He gets, he gets you this assist. <laughs> and that's not even really disrespectful to Mark Brandon Ingram. All right. That's not no, disrespectful. Not yeah. Vladdy's up there. Ingram's the I was going to say, Vladdy's not too bad either. Yeah. I don't think I knew the, um, I guess I just didn't remember the fact that he was on the all defensive second team, but one defensive player of the year. Um, yeah. And of course, LeBron. It's always about LeBron. He ha- he just had to bring that up once Mark Gasol got on the team, like almost immediately. Yeah. Had to bring up that uh, Gasol stole his Defensive Player of the Year uh, that year, which probably did. I don't know. It is kind of <laughs> crazy. LeBron doesn't have a Defensive Player of the Year, um, especially during those heat days. But whatever. Um, and who knows if he'll be back in the NBA? I mean. I guess he kind of like owns a Spain team now that he plays on, yeah. right? That <laughs> yeah. just got promoted to the first division. It's pretty crazy. Right? Oh, crazy. I thought you were going to say he gave himself a promotion. <laughs> Congrats oh, to Gasol. In a way. Congrats. <laughs> Congrats. Um, all right, Hani, you get uh, the honor of uh, drafting our Mr. Irrelevant, uh, the last <laughs> pick of our entire draft. Uh, a lot of people right. still left. Um, there's some Baby, oh, former baby Lakers, that would be hilarious. But who are you going to go with? I think I have a really funny answer that also I, makes sense. I think I, I think I know what your really funny answer is. I really hope you do it. Okay, so here's here's my thinking. Before Alex's pick, I was going to go with Michael Cooper because I was like, you get a, a defensive stopper. I'm shutting down at least one player on on everybody's team with him. Uh, I'm I'm golden. But then Alex took a big guy, and I was like, I don't know if I want Elgin Baylor guarding Marcus All in the post. You know, <laughs> it's gonna tire him out. The man's pretty. <laughs> Never mind. Uh, um. So now, what I think my pick is gonna be is uh one of my all-time favorite Lakers, the man who never uh missed an opportunity to go bowling uh the man who had an affection for banks in every city wow uh, <laughs> I finally got it. The, 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 the man who routinely parks in disabled parking spots uh none other than than andrew bynum yes this is and, exactly what i thought you were gonna do <laughs> and the most important thing here is that i need him with the the two-faced hair that he had uh, for a while. Oh, oh, oh the, the like, okay, the two faced pro, pro and cornrows at the same time. Yes. I don't think I've ever seen them described as two faced. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm going with a little bit of size. I, I think he cancels out Marcus Hall pretty well in his prime if his knee doesn't blow out. Um, <laughs> and against all the other teams, he's he's going to be the biggest guy on the floor. Going to get a lot of rebounds. Going to get some putbacks. The the few times that Elgin and and NVE miss. Uh, so I'm feeling pretty good. Heck yeah. Um, Andrew Biden was on my list for sure. Uh, 
this was a four round draft, I think I would have stolen them from you. Um, I think. Tell you what, I did not have Michael Cooper on my list. That is Ooh, kind of a huge uh, omission. Uh, <laughs> uh, one more thing about Andrew Bynum. He low-key might be the best three-point shooter on my team. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think, I think you're right. Okay, I'm about to take take something up with Wikipedia. Because I don't think Michael Cooper is on this list. And that is why uh, I'm blaming Wikipedia. I was, I was using uh, basketball reference. It's a little plug That's right there for, for B-Ball Ref. Yeah, we can get a sponsor from them, right? Um, <laughs> well, dang. All right, that'll conclude our draft. I mean, we've got a few honorable mentions. All right, here, I'll ask, who did, who, Hani, who did you think was my uh, very boring pick I didn't want to make? Uh, Gail Goodrich? Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, you know, I, when I when I was going between the three people that I said earlier, it was Goodrich, uh, I think Van Axel and Michael Cooper. Okay, yeah. so you know, I was I had him like fifth on my list out of all the people, yeah. but after Jerry West and Donald Trump was included <laughs> in my draft selections, <laughs> I just was not going to do it. I just did not need did not need the jokes. Um, he he was part of my. Uh... Uh, paying homage to my UCLA Bruins. I was going to do all UCLA <laughs> draft picks. So I would have been him, Lonzo, and Jordan Farmar. I, okay, oh, that so... That would have been sick. <laughs> Jordan Farmar is... I mean, you should have done that. I'm kidding. But uh, Jordan Farmer was someone I like just wrote down just because I love, love Jordan Farmar. Um, even though he does not pull a candle to nearly every single person we've listed, including no. Andrew Bynum. Um, oh, okay. Get, Goodrich was the one that I was talking about the draft pick earlier. He was drafted with, I've never heard this before, uh, a territorial draft pick, um, hmm. which I barely even know how to, to describe. Oh, here you go. To help the Lakers acquire local players, territorial draft picks were instituted from 1950 until 1965. Special type of draft choice used. Uh, a team could forfeit its first round draft pick and select a player from within 50 miles of wow. their location. So wow. literally territorial, if you're wondering what the heck that word even meant. They need to bring that back for the Lakers. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I know. I was like, I was like, wow, like they were that desperate for picks that they got to draft from the best area, probably. I mean, I'm sure it was still a great area even in that time. Now it's an amazing area uh, to get some basketball players from. Um, yeah, I just, like, I was, like, looking at the list, and it just had no number next to Gail Goodrich's name. And I was just extremely confused. Um, what are some, honey? you got any honorable mentions you want to throw out? Uh, there's a couple on my list. Uh, Norm Nixon would have been a solid one, I think. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Eldon Campbell. Um, AC Green. Uh, would yep. have been funny and and a good player. Uh, you know, exactly <laughs> AC Green was. Funny. AC Green was six on my list after Gale, but <laughs> with Derek Fisher. Uh, and then uh, if you wanted to go a little. Uh, if I wanted to piss everybody off, I would have picked Patrick Beverly because that would have been really funny too. That's the okay. That's the one. That's the so, one. 
I've got him written down. <laughs> I've got him written down just because I That's totally forgot about it. But that I mean, that would have just been the ultimate troll of all time. I'm glad I'm glad you with I'm glad we got Andrew Bynum on the list and that you didn't go with an extreme yeah. <laughs> troll job. Especially putting Patrick Reveley on a list with Elgin Baylor. It's just yeah. It's bad. Um Alex, did you have any other uh, honorable mentions? Um, I had Julius Randle in there. Um, Same, obviously. So I had, you know, he obviously has blossomed as of late. Well, this last season he regressed a little bit, but um, as far as funny picks, yeah, I definitely had Patrick Beverly in there. Kind of was shocked I forgot that we picked them, but uh, I thought the the famous Javaris Critterin, what I thought was pretty funny. You know, he kind of <laughs> his, his little uh, feud with one. Gilbert Arenas was was hilarious to me. So that would have been another troll pick for me. Uh, and then you can't forget about, you know, the Gonzaga legend, you know, Ronnie Turiaf, you know, in that Kobe commercial, you know, when he jumps over the car. I mean, that's that in oh, itself warrants. He is in that. Yeah, warrants the, a spot on this list. But yeah, other than that, I think, uh, yeah, that, that was pretty. I mean, I guess you could throw Luke Walson in there, right? He was ended up being a, another <laughs> coach who didn't do too well. So I, I had him written down. I had him and Mark Batson written down as uh, nice. Some joke answers. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, I was I was very uh, a huge ironic uh, fan of Brian Turaf and uh, DJ Benga uh, back oh, yes. in the day. Oh, yeah. um, not that I don't think DJ was drafted by the Lakers. It, Maybe he was. And the, the last one that I thought was also honorable mention is Devin George. I mean, he gets drafted yep. and goes into a three-peat. I mean, that's pretty impressive, right? First three mm-hmm. years for three championships. So that's, you know. Definitely honorable mention for me. Uh, I'm looking at yeah. his name right now. I'll give, I'll Venmo. Never mind. You guys might have, you know, I'll Venmo five dollars if ever can tell me what university he went to in five seconds. Who Devin George? Yeah, yeah. I mean, he went like Osborne. No idea. College. He <laughs> shut up. Yeah, it is <laughs> Oxford University. <laughs> Get out five of here. Best Devin George fact. Well, actually, there's two two great Devin George uh, facts. One, uh, he he uh, subbed in for Kobe uh, at the end of the 81 point game, and two, oh, nice. he either still does or did follow me uh, on Twitter for whatever reason, and I uh, reached out to him to like try to get him on a podcast or something because he does like some cool like philanthropic work now, uh, and he left me on Reddit. <laughs> wow. Like it shows he read it. Yeah. <laughs> that uh it reminds you of one of the first halftime spaces we did where all of a sudden i just looked down because i followed him i just looked down and you see robert zachary in there listening for like <laughs> listening for a considerable amount of time and i was just like hmm, you were probably you're robert zachary this is not crazy to say it's my favorite bench person on the bench of all time he's just <laughs> Just a legend at uh, bench celebrations. Um, Another well, you got any? Legend. You got any honorable mentions? Uh, did, did they take your Patrick Beverly? Yeah, I see. He popped up. He, I thought about it, but yeah, <laughs> since he didn't, he never set foot. So, um, I did. I thought about Brian Cook. Um, oh, as an Illinois boy, you know, I was, I was, I wanted a Brian Cook jersey like right away. <laughs> Ryan Cook, man, before his time, man, the original stretch mark four. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, Brian Cook is—he got us a reason. 
I was in the transaction that got us Ariza. Um, I thought about Lou Walton, and then the last guy was Derek Fisher. It's because of like he kind of reminds me of like the I guess the guy to kind of think about him as now is like Andre Godala. He's just always in the middle of the success, mm-hmm. no matter what finds his way back. Um, you can't deny what he did, man. Like he, he had a, a huge impact on the Lakers, even when he wasn't the sexiest name or people call for his head, always came up big. So yep. Um let me see who else I unless you ask about <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> As I said, <laughs> it came for his head. Definitely came for his head. <laughs> There's just so many insane basketball stories I just forget about on the daily because there's just so many to keep track of. Um, damn. Well, I thought Andrew Bynum would be one of my honorable mentions, but I'm glad. I'm so glad we got him on there. I mean, I literally thought, talk about like my memories of Derek Fisher and just love him so much. I thought Andrew Bynum was just going to be the next best big man of all time when he was 18. Um, I always watch that clip sometimes of him and Shaq like going at each other on that one play. Like I think Shaq's first year at the Heat or whatever where they just go back and yeah. forth. Legendary clip. Um, that might well, be the, his best highlight of his career. No, it is. It is. Yeah. And and we would have won if him Absolutely. and Ariza were healthy. And Thank you. Thank you for wait. saying that. Thank you for saying that. Him and Ariza. And him and Ariza is much more big a deal than Kendrick Perkins being out. Done. Yes, absolutely. End of debate. Um, who else? I think we talked about Julius Randle. Let me see. Let me look at. Uh, we talked about Gail Goodrich. Couldn't do it. Yeah, we talked about AC Green. Um, I'm kind of surprised we didn't talk about Lonzo Ball. I got Lonzo Ball. On, Lonzo Ball on here. If things got a little too crazy. Um, <laughs> Well, kind of going towards the Brandon Ingram thing. You know, he was used to get Anthony Davis. Right. Right. Uh, Alex did get me thinking about, uh, like, what college has the best return rate for, like, Lakers draft picks. And there really isn't any. <laughs> like, I was, I was kind of, like, sorting this list by, by colleges to see if, like, any of them really stand out. And, like, the only one that really stood out to me was Cincinnati. Uh, for Nick really? Van Axel and Ruben Patterson. <laughs> really? And then it's like UCLA have... with Lonzo and Farmar. <laughs> and that's it for, okay, and Goodrich. And Goodrich. Yeah, and Goodrich, yeah. That's, um, yeah I, I guess that's probably the best one. Duke has probably, Brandon Ingram and Ryan Kelly. <laughs> if you just went with, like, guys who did well for the Lakers, I'm, I mean, well, I mean, this is for, like, every NBA team, but, like, Kentucky. Um with like yeah. AD and Rondo, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, for sure. Um, but well, yeah, yeah, what am I talking about? That's case... just that's just every NBA team now. <laughs> every yeah, NBA sure. team should pay their respects to Kentucky uh, for like one fourth of their roster. Um, oh, oh, Sasha Vujicic. I was going to say, yes. yeah, another another one that should be brought up at least a little bit. A little um, bit. Those those free throws were clutch. Free throws were clutch. Uh, you know, looking back on his statistics, uh, he's not like the best three point shooter of all time, like I thought he was when I was younger. 
still great, still great, but um, not as good as I as I thought. Um, the, uh, no speed, no speed, Mikhailuk. <laughs> uh, the Ukraine maker. Uh, <laughs> Sasha Vujicic. I, I won't elaborate further on this, but he would be a great fit on Donnie's team. Okay, so <laughs> if you know, you know. <laughs> <laughs> our boy, our guy Harrison Fagan brought that up to me. What it, it wasn't that long ago he brought that up, and yeah. it absolutely broke my heart. <laughs> it yeah, just, it, that's like, why I don't I want like, to elaborate further. But if you know, you know. <laughs> I think you could, if you've been listening to this podcast the entire time. First of all, God bless you. Second of all, <laughs> second of all, I think you could pick up what we're putting down. Uh, very unfortunate, Harrison. Just you know, decided to take time out of his actual work day to just hop in to a slack that he's named Sasha Vujicic in, and then just to ruin <laughs> part of my part of my childhood uh by telling me about what he's up to these days but it's, it's neither neither here nor there for this uh podcast trap oh, yeah. um I mean god we've mentioned so many people Mark Madsen I think that ought to wrap it up for us um <laughs> Anyone, anyone want to say anything about their about? Well, let me recap the teams. Walt, yeah, you had Magic Johnson, mm-hmm. Eddie Jones, D'Angelo Russell. I had Jerry West, James Worthy, Derek Fisher. Alex had Vladi Divac, Brand Ingram, and Marcus Saul. Three towers right there. Uh, Hani had Elger Baylor, Nick Van Axel, and then last but certainly not least in. Hijinx, Andrew Bynum. Um, I like those teams. I like those teams a lot. Um, who would win in a three-on-three three tourney to the death? <laughs> to, to the, the death. death. To the uh. death. I, mm, I don't think my team would win. <laughs> I think Alex's gonna... team would come in last, though. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> If we if we can if I can take my team and to see the players that are led to, now we're talking though. Yeah, we got. If you had Co- if you had Kobe Palgasol and uh, Anthony Davis and yeah. Anthony Davis, okay, yeah, I feel pretty would, good. Would kill people. <laughs> oh my god! Now I'm thinking about Kobe and Anthony Davis together. Just preposterous. Um, I kind of think Walt's team would win. Pick you, Lonnie. Lonnie, do you have you? Are you pissed about that statement? Yeah, I'm very pissed about that statement. Uh, first of all, I picked last in every every round. True. Let's not forget this. Okay, all right, and Walt picked first. All right, uh, but even still, I would I, I would take my team against anybody. I think Van Axel, Eddie Jones, kind of kind of a, a draw right there. But I got the size with Andrew Bynum, Andrew B, and I got I got the uh, the three level scoring with Elgin Baylor. I feel pretty good, man. Walt's team, too many guards. You can't win in the NBA with too many guards. You need, you need some wing players. Who's That's got true. better leadership uh, qualities, Andrew Bynum or D'Angelo Russell? <laughs> hey, man, Andrew Bynum has a ring. Andrew Bynum has two rings. That's <laughs> true. That's true. <laughs> but D'Angelo's got ice in his veins. Have you ever considered that? <laughs> Andrew Bynum has an NBA playoffs triple-double. <laughs> he also has one of my just favorite favorite ejections of all time. That's also it's also something I gotta give him credit for. You got that um, dog in. 
<laughs> I think I think when I was seeing that, I was like, so is he suspended for life? Is, is that what we're doing? Is he, just, he took off his shirt. I, are you? I think that's worse than the, the push. Is he suspended uh, for life? I mean, con- considering where his career ended up immediately after that, he basically got suspended for life. <laughs> 76ers career, just, just astounding. Um, all right. I think that's going to go ahead and uh, do it for us. Um, obviously, we didn't really talk too much about the draft this Thursday because the Lakers don't have any picks. <laughs> um, they may end up getting a second rounder. We will see. We will see. Um, I feel like I can guarantee they're going to have uh, they're going to have an undrafted uh, signee that we automatically everyone just thinks is going to be the next Austin Reeves. Uh, they'll get far too much pressure put on them. Uh, we'll see how they live up to that pressure. Then they're they're gonna have a really good first summer league game, and then and then it's just gonna be it's over after that. They're they're gonna be like anointed. People are gonna be one making Grant's gonna be making mock ups of his retired jersey uh, up with the other retired jerseys. So we'll see. Um, but yeah, since they didn't have that uh, any draft picks, we figured we'd do this. Um, I don't know if we'll do any more this summer. We'll see. Um, by the time we do another podcast, who the frick, I mean, Hani's nightmares may come true and Kyrie might be on the team. We'll see. No, um, don't even start with me right now. <laughs> Raj is loving it. You should go check out his Twitter. Um, oh my God, <laughs> maybe don't Let's send him question marks. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Well, hey. We'll go ahead and wrap up there. Uh, thanks for listening. If you're still listening, like I said, God bless you. Uh, we will <laughs> go ahead and see you guys next time on the Lakers Outsiders podcast. Uh, for Hani, for Alex, for Walt, uh, we'll see you guys next time. And again, thank you very much. Peace out. Peace. Bye.